<laughs> I'm Ayla. I'm Tess. I'm Siobhan. And let's, let's talk about books, baby. Welcome back. Hey guys. We had a break last week because yeah. we all went on vacay. We're all and very I busy. And I to see Taylor Swift. Yay! So text me if you want to know about it. <laughs> um, yeah, and my dad was in the hospital, so we didn't film an episode, but he's doing great now. Yeah. He had double bypass heart surgery, and I saw him yesterday, and he's up and walking and watching WWE again. Of and course. Of course. Back to normal, so thank you guys for letting Posting us have a little break. Hospital selfies exactly. on Instagram, you know. <laughs> he's thriving, so thank you guys for the break. But we have been posting really consistently, and we will, we're back, so no worries, yes. no stress. Yeah. <laughs> we're so excited today we're going to be doing something really fun we're going to be doing our bookish top five but first we have to do our last current next okay i'll go first so for my last i have been finishing books kind of randomly but also like i'm in such a bad slump but the last book i like finished was the one i literally talked about in the last episode which was <laughs> horrifically embarrassing but it was her three bosses by oh my God, molly eden <laughs> I got it on Stuff Your Kindle Day, and I had never read a reverse harem before. Um, and it was honestly really good. Like, the plot is really good, but it's really short, which oh. is why I read it, because I wanted something that was, like, really fast-paced. But I feel like the plot was, like, relatively good. Like, it's, like, about this girl who gets a job as, at a casino as, like, an executive assistant, and then, like, she has, obviously, three bosses, but um, there's, like, <laughs> criminals that are meeting inside their casino, and they send her in as, like, an incognito dealer to, like, get information on the criminals. I don't know. I thought Ooh. it was a pretty, like, interesting plot. And, and then honestly, they all fuck her. Yeah, obviously. But I would, like, I would read a book that was more extended on it that had more about, like, the criminals and stuff, if that makes sense. But I thought it was good. Hmm. So what about you guys? Good. <laughs> <laughs> My last read was um, Half-Blood Prince. Because I literally, I've only been reading Harry Potter. I don't have the mental capacity for anything else right now. (laughs) So, and I've been reading them really slowly. So, yeah, Half-Blood Prince is my last one. He was really Um, 15. (laughs) Yeah, I finished Harry Potter already. So, my last read was A Court of Mist and Fury, which is... Oh my god. Wait, what did you think? (sighs) Which did you like better, the first or the second? Before you got here, I was like... I know for a fact that I already like that series more than you guys ever will. Like, yeah. I'm obsessed with it. Like, I think, it, I was telling her, I think it's because I already read all of Throne of Glass, so I'm so familiar. It's in the same universe, like, mm-hmm. so it's very similar writing, like, and it's kind of prepared me a lot for this series, and I just really like it. I love Feyre <laughs> so much, but no, that book was so good. Wait, but... Which do you like better, the second or the first book? Definitely the second one. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, so I'm currently reading... <laughs> guys, I like that you can see our, like, reading paces when we have our little book club. I'm still reading Order of the Phoenix, <laughs> but I can't focus on Harry Potter, so I'm also reading Magnolia Park's Long Way Home, and I could finish it in, like, 15 minutes if I really sat down and did it, but it's, like, so emotionally troubling me right now. Like, Siobhan was Tess, in the car yeah, yesterday. Yeah, cried multiple times and on I the drive like, home from Denver reading this. Sitting in the front this. seat and every single driver looked over at me and was like, are you okay? I'm like, no, I'm literally crying over this book right now. And Siobhan would be like, what part are you at? I'm like, I'm not reading Harry Potter. Like, yeah, because <laughs> we started the drive and she's like, okay, I'm going to read order. Yeah, and then I did And it. I was like, okay. I read like seven chapters. I, I literally different. texted them when I was like, have you guys been reading? And they were both like, no, we haven't read anything. I was like, okay. <laughs> we did watch five movies and the first episode of H2O. of movies, yeah. We did not read a, a little bit, <laughs> but... Yeah, so I'm currently being emotionally scarred by Magnolia Parks and 
fighting my way through Order of the Phoenix. Yeah. Um, well, my current is Deathly Hallows. I'm, like, halfway through. It's... There have been parts where... It's, I'm shocked. I think I'm going to get into it finally when I get to Death yeah, Hours. That's why so it has to be two movies, I, because there's so much that There's happens. so much that like, happens, but, but there was still stuff that they left out. I know. Yeah, I, of course. I'm going to have to, like, rewatch everything yeah. after I finish this, because I think I'm going to finish tomorrow or the day after, so... We'll see. <laughs> Everyone, make sure you're finishing it, because our special Harry Potter deep dive episode's coming on Harry's birthday, July 31st. Period. Two weeks. So don't miss it. Yeah. It's going to be so much fun. I'm literally so excited. But We already have the date planned. We have so yes. many of when we're recording. Okay, my current read, unsurprisingly, is A Court of Wings and Ruin, <laughs> and I already like it I a liked lot that more one. than the first book, too. I, I think it's very, very good. The first one, I just hate. I was scared when I started the second one. I was like, what's going to happen in the third one? Because I feel like there's not going to be anything interesting, but I feel like it's very enjoyable still. Like, there's still things that are like surprising on yeah like, the end of the second book had me gagged i was literally yeah. so shocked literally i was so <laughs> shocked like it uh, it really took me by surprise <laughs> the thing about the first book i did like that made me want to read the rest of them is it's like the like okay but this is just spring court like i've never read about any of the other courts mm. but that's just like so me coded like the flowers and like the murals and like everything so like i really enjoyed like the scenery and the imagery mm. of that specific world but, like, I know it doesn't take place. Yeah. I'm for sure spring court. Like, there's not a doubt in anyone's mind. I feel like... This is a core... This is, like... This is a canon moment for Tess. Yeah. This is a canon event for her to say that she's a spring court girly. I know. Or summer court. Yeah. The summer court is gorgeous. And I feel like the dawn court, I would love. I think all of them would be slay, but I think I'm meant to be, like, a flower girly, you know? Yeah, you're a But I also know that Tamlin's horrible, and, like, later he, like, becomes a bad person, so I don't want to be, like, the Spoiler alert. I don't want to be, like, the queen of the Supreme Court. I just want to, like, exist there. Let let me just say this. I knew going into the first book that Tamlin ended up being, like, not good. Mm Mm-hmm. But everyone always says, like, I just am so obsessed with him in the first book. And he just honestly gave me the ick. Like, yeah, I it didn't see, do it for me either. I, I liked him in the first book. Like, for me, I felt like he was very possessive. Like, yeah. not... I liked Lucian a lot better. Oh, I loved I Lucian. Loved I was like, can't with Lucian? I loved him. But I, I felt like him. he's such a best friend character. There are redeemable is, characters that make Tamlin better. Yeah. And when she got to Reese, I was like, yeah. Mm. Period. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. What are we reading next? Um, okay, well, I'm gonna read. I got the audiobooks for. You have everything. Deathly Hollows and Half Blood Prince, which are they're not gonna take me that long because like they're the two best books. But yeah, um, I'm gonna listen to them at work because the biggest thing is just that I've been too busy to keep up. But I am not gonna read Daisy Hates the Undoing yet because I can't. I can't. Um, so I'm just gonna finish Harry Potter and just follow my heart mm-hmm. after that. I guess. Yeah. Next. I don't know. I oh wait. Next, I either have to read Ricochet you need to or read Ricochet. Legendary. One, One of, of those two. two. She's got a lot of sequels. She needs. Yeah. To yeah. Read. Um. Unsurprisingly, next I'm gonna be reading Court of Frost and Starlight. Okay. Period. I already bought. I literally oh, bought all of them before I even. That's the, like the half one, one right? That one like that took one. me out of that one. I've heard that a lot of people don't like it. But yeah. We'll see. But we'll I did. See. I did finish it. I stopped on the book after. <laughs> Wait, but you didn't finish Nesta's book? No. I think I got, like... I've heard, again, a lot of people have really mixed reviews on Nesta. But, uh, yeah, but I, yeah, I feel like it just depends yeah. on whether or not you like Nesta. She's very prickly. She's too prickly. That's the thing. Like, I understand prickly. 
she just takes it she's to extremes. And she's really mean. Yeah, but I feel like... She just I hates everyone. I'm like, shut up, you're hot. I already know who she is. The person she ends up with is fine as fuck. Agree. Like, I feel like he will balance her out. I wish you guys could see me right now because my <laughs> eyes are just like switching between Ayla and Siobhan. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? I okay. think... I think for our next book month, we should make Tess read Akatar. Okay, actually, so I was going to talk to you guys about this, so we're adding it to the schedule. I have a couple ideas for next book club pick. Next month, we already decided it's Crave because it's my birthday month. Yeah. Um, I thought we were doing that in October. No, but we decided that was too far from your guys' last reread. Oh. So we're going to do it next month for my birthday. okay. But the other options we have is I was going to say, because once Ayla and I get back into school, it's going to be harder for us to read longer series, so I was thinking you could read the Selection series, and I can read the last two books, and we can do an episode on the Selection. We love that. And then we can do an episode on my favorite series, which is the Inheritance Games, which I'll talk more about later, yeah, which is one you those. guys haven't read. Also, I so just if you thought, have a preference. Wait, what month is that? What, just whenever. I just mean, like, ideas we can select oh, oh, months, oh. but just so the listeners have an Just opinion. so everyone's aware, there is a movie coming out in November, and we will be reading... The Hunger Games. I was going to keep oh, it sorry. a surprise, but yeah. Well, the only that movie that I matters is The Hunger Games movie. I literally it's bought Catching Fire and Mockingjay so I can read them because I've never, I've never read the last two. I've and then you need to read more. The Ballad of Songbirds and Things. But you can yeah. just borrow my copy because it's not in paperback. Yeah, period. <laughs> okay, today we're doing... Top five. Bookish top five. I'm really <laughs> excited. I feel like ranking them was the hardest thing that I have literally ever had to do. Because there's yeah. so many I wish could fit on the list. yeah. And um, I feel like I have to mention, there are so many characters that I love that are not on this list. Mm-hmm. These were just ones that kind of stuck out to me today as I was scrolling through my Goodreads at work. That's how so, I feel, too. This is my, like, ones that I think about frequently. Yeah. Whereas, like, some I, like, oh my god, you remember, like, oh, this character was so great, but, mm-hmm. like, these are the ones that, like, stood out to me to the point where they're, like, in my mind. Yeah. Agree. I feel like all of mine are things, are... They're all books or characters I've talked about before, I feel like. I think we should start with five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the first category that Ayla came up with... Also, shout out to Ayla because she literally plans all of the episodes. (laughs) Yeah, true. So we have a little schedule. Ayla is She keeps us organized. She keeps us ready. Tess is the editor, so I feel like that's also... I'm just here for... Siobhan's entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, Siobhan's entertaining. (laughs) She's the third... I'm here for the vibes. She's the third person... Vibe. Okay. She also <laughs> did make us schedule our stuff on a calendar, so I guess she's yeah. like the... And I did our graphic design, She so. did. She's the graphic designer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so my number five, because there's so many that are not necessarily better, but I love more, is Nate Hawkins from Icebreaker. You didn't even say the topic. Oh, it's, the topic is book <laughs> boys. Book boys. Sorry, I thought I said that. It's like book boys. Like book boyfriends, whatever. Okay? My number five is Nate from Icebreaker. He's like the perfect, like, cinnamon roll... But, like, okay, my <laughs> type in Book Boys is I want him to be, like, cinnamon roll golden retriever, but I also want him to have, like, a little bit of possessiveness to where mm. he's, like, lets her be independent and do her own thing, but the second it's, like, a little too far, he's, like, fuck you, or he's, like, jealous <laughs> yeah. from afar, mm. not, like, to the point where he's, like, you can't do this, you can't do this, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And Nate Hawkins is literally the perfect example of it. If you've read Icebreaker, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So that's my number five. Good, good number five. Mine is actually Reese from Actar. I just... Oh. He... <laughs> so let like, me tell you something. The entire time I that I was reading, like, the books with him in it, I was horny. 
Like, yeah. sorry, there's nothing else period. to tell you. That man does it for the me. The way that, like, the messages he leaves her. Oh. Like, I just... Yeah. He's sexy. Okay, my number five <laughs> is Connor Cobalt from the Addicted Callaway series. Mm. He is just... Okay, the reason I love him is because he's so unproblematic. Like, yeah. he always stands by her. He gives dad energy, but he also gives, like, best friend energy. He's so funny. Like, he's one of the funniest characters, but he also is the most kinky. <laughs> so, he's just, I've like, only the read best. the first book. Yeah, me he's too. He's like, the best book my friend <laughs> But I loved him in the first book. I'm gonna reread the him. first book. You should. You guys have already convinced me to reread yeah, this. So. <laughs> you can like it, just not more than me. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Okay, so going into that, my number four, I didn't even, okay, sorry. My number four is going to shock you guys. I mean, not really, because I've talked about it before, but my number four is Remy from the Crave series. Oh. I talk about him so much, but it's because he I'm reminds me he's on the top so five. much of Kai from the Vampire Diaries. Like, if you've ever seen the Vampire <laughs> Diaries, Kai is, like, a horrible person, but Remy but is, like, all of the good attributes of Kai, like, he's, like, the sexy warlock that's, like, has this, like, banter and, like, sarcastic tone, and, like, I just, like, his relationship with Grace is just, like, has me sick to my stomach, so mm. that's my number four. <laughs> okay. You know, I understand that for you. That makes a lot of sense. All of mine are gonna make sense. <laughs> My number four is Noah Blake from Offside Heart. Oh my god, I So, I've talked about this book a few times at this point. He's just, like, so sexy. <laughs> like, so hot. And he's just such a good person. Like, I love him. So. Aww. Yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah, we need to read it. Okay, my number four is probably, if you asked Book Talk, he's literally everyone's favorite book boyfriend, Aaron Warren. I knew that's what you were going to say. From the Shatter Me series. And I just recently finished the entire Shatter Me series. And let me just say, I see that. Like, I do. I see that. <laughs> like, I'm there. I get it. Like, he is so fine. Um, that's all I have to say. <laughs> also, any of the series or anything we mentioned, if you guys want us to do a book club episode, I'm going to put a little yes. question in the thing. So just... We're say which one you would prefer, because we have a million ideas, so whichever yeah. one you guys want next, let us know. Yeah. Okay, so my number three <laughs> is going to shock no one, but it's Ron Weasley from Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so surprised funny. he's not number one. That's because number one is insane, and you guys won't get it. Number three, Ron Magnolia Weasley. Magnolia Parks, dude. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, golden boy of my life, golden retriever love of my life, would do anything for his friends, but he's gonna complain about it, like... See, the thing I just is, I mean, I'm reading Hallows right now, so... He's annoying in that He's book. just a little prick. I will, sometimes he is like, really annoying, but I would It was nice how, how he, like, cares for Hermione, he, like, tries to protect oh. her, but I, I feel no sexual energy for No, it's Ron. not sexual. It's or romantic. Like, it's or like anything. Boyfriend. Like, I feel like he would be such a good boyfriend. No, he's like a brother. I would want to see, like, a book from Hermione. Hermione's perspective. Mm, yeah. Because I feel like that would make us fall for Ron. Yeah, you know? I agree. I love Ron! <laughs> Tune into the Harry Potter episode. Yes. Um, so my number three is actually Finnick Odare. Oh, like, oh my god! Oh, I don't have anyone from the Hunger Games. That's fake as fuck of you. Wait, no, I do. Just not for this category. That's okay. Okay. I have two, so the other one will cover for you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just love Finnick. I, I mean, like, Tess said it before. He's like who I would be married to if I was in the Hunger Games. Yeah, I so that. I just I love him. I love everything about she, him. She's a District Four girl. Yeah, I am. <laughs> she's a fishing lady. Um, my number three, unsurprisingly, is 
Rysand. Yeah. Um, so it's, I think it's Reese. Reesand? Reese yeah, that's why I never Reese. get Because people say Reese, but I've heard people say Rysand. Yeah, I don't But know. I don't think Rice and is his name. I don't give a like, fuck. Like, I couldn't the imagine names are being too like, hard to oh, pronounce. Rice and. You know what? Whichever, that's not. However you say his name, he's, he's fucking still hot. hot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if you've read Akatar, like, I don't need to say anything more. Yeah. The messages he sends her. Is Even enough. in the first book when this motherfucker was like, you're going to spend two weeks out of every. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, why? Take yeah. me by the throat. Take me to your dungeon. <laughs> I will live. I'll Chain spend me up. 365 days out of the year with you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I, I'm just obsessed with him. Yeah, he's hot. <laughs> okay, my number two. It's not... Wait, yeah, you guys have never read this book. But it's Jameson from the Inheritance Games. Um, yeah, I would die for him. him. He calls <laughs> her heiress because she, like, gets all this money and shit. And I think that's so cute. And that's it. That's Aww. And I don't want to spoil anything, so... Just read the book. Yeah, because we Jameson, will. We will be reading. I'm it. Team Jameson. Anyways, <laughs> continue. So my number two is Peta Mark. Yeah. Also from Hunger Games. Ah. I was such a Peta girly in middle school. Like Die he hard. holds my heart. Period. I mean, I love Finnick, but like Peta, he's just he's so baby. sweet. He's baby. <laughs> and Josh Hutcherson. I could cry perfect. thinking about him. Perfect. <laughs> um. My number two, <laughs> this is probably the most unsurprising answer ever, Hudson Vega is my number yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am sh- dead shocked that you guys don't have Hudson well, on your list. It's just because I, I knew we were going to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, I just talk about Hudson too much. He's obviously number one, but <laughs> I just my other him. number one is also, <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> I just absolutely adore Hudson. I feel like he has the banter, he has the charm, he's protective, but he, like, helps her to be independent and yep. learn how to protect yeah. yourself, which is, like, it's the perfect balance. He just supports her. And he's British. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to say anything more. We can he's, end off with He's that. tall. <laughs> yeah. Okay, my first one, no one is gonna know this, but Ayla, when you finally read Magnolia Parks, I know he's gonna be, like, your fave, but he's also my fave. <laughs> and it's Julian Hates. He's literally not even a main character, not a main love interest, but I spend my life thinking about this man. He's a gang lord. He's what? art deal- He literally steals art for his little sister because she loves art so much. Like, what? literally the fucking love of my life. I never liked dark men. This is the one. He's the fucking one for me. And he's number one for you. Number Damn. one. Like, I would, li- like, reading, oh my god, I don't want to talk about it, but I would literally die for this man. Anyways. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, my number one is Declan. From Terms and Conditions. Oh. I actually don't know their last name. I tried to look it up. I couldn't. I don't, I don't know. know. I was thinking Dreamland, but <laughs> Declan Dreamland sounds so fucking stupid that I'm... There's no way. So he's just remember. Declan. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I just... I love him. I feel like out of the three books, like... Is that the second one? Or the yeah, it's okay. the second one. Like, he's the one that I could see myself being in, an, in a relationship with the most. That's so sweet. I need to read. And I just, I love him. Sexy man. Okay, my number one. No, who you're gonna say. Can I guess? <laughs> yeah. Is it Reich? It's Reich. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh, oh, I literally. We love Reich. I cannot get over him. Like, I cannot wait for the other. I've only read the first five books of the Addicted Calloway series, and I just cannot wait for the other ones. I can't wait for Reich's other book. I just, I'm absolutely obsessed with him. Like, he, he rubs like, her in his arms miles to I the feel like this is the third yes. episode that you've said that exact <laughs> thing. I know, because I can't get over it. I genuinely can't. Like, I'm just obsessed with him. Ugh. I think oh, also, he jumps off a cliff after her. 
Damn. We're also going to do an addicted thing, but I feel like as we read series, like, you'll definitely see that, like, when the books come in pair, or, like, pairs of three or whatever, what is it, like, a triplet? Yeah. If it comes in, like, a triplet or whatever, a and we all, like, have, like, a... trilogy? A, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, like, a trilogy, or, like, even more, like, we all have our own, like, favorite book boyfriend, yeah. if yeah. that makes sense. Like, I think even when we all finish the Addicted series, like, we're all oh, gonna I have a different opinion. I do not think that your guys' favorite boy is gonna be Rike. That's No, because I really, I'm sorry, but I really like Rike so far, so. I feel like mine's gonna be Connor, because oh, I related 100%. to Rose a lot when I read the book. A hundred percent yours is gonna be Connor. I just know. Well, and even, Siobhan's only read one of the Twisted books, but I bet if you read the rest of them, we'd all have a different preference, because my favorite is Reese Larson. And mine's Christian. And hers is Christian. Well, I hated whatever his fucking name Josh. Was. Yeah, yeah, but yours is probably fucking Alex. Alex. No, hers will be... Hers, hers can't be Reese. be Reese. But it's going to be because, Anyways. Okay. okay, so now I have to reread just so that I <laughs> You I know. start from the actual point <laughs> in which you're supposed to start. Okay, who wants to go first for the second one? Well, I was also going to say my honorable mention for book boys is Lauren Hill from, like, oh. also from... Mm-hmm. So she just wants to mention all, all three boys ones. from the Addicted Kelly <laughs> series are on my list. Well, I was gonna put Augustus Everett from Beach Read on my list, so oh, that's my I honorable love, mention. I love him. I mean, Hudson, obviously, was good. Yeah, that was the honorable mention. Like, <laughs> okay, so top five book girls. Should I start? You can start. Yeah. Okay, my number one pick... Wait, five. Oh, my fifth, my number five pick <laughs> is Juliet Ferrars from the Shatter Me series. Mm-hmm. Um, first couple of books, I was not the biggest fan of her, but after seeing her character development through the entire series, I just, like, slowly fell in love with her. I feel like she's so strong, like, after everything she goes through, and, like, she's just a baddie. Mm-hmm. I just love her. So, yeah. Okay, my number five is... No one's gonna be shocked. It's Hermione Granger from Harry Potter. Period. I love her. I relate to her. I would die for her. Listen to the Harry Potter episode. That's Can I? It. Hermione's my number one. Oh. <laughs> wow. I just have so many that I love. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Chavance is number one. Is <laughs> um, my fifth one is Celia St. James. Oh. From, I'm gonna throw up. Yeah. The Seven Husbands. From Seven Husbands. Did. I just. <laughs> I love her, and like. She's a queen. when. Spoiler, I guess. Like when they are living together, like it's just, it feels like it fills a part of my soul. Like no, seeing them be together. This is like we're gonna talk a little bit about it. So if you haven't read the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, past this part a little bit. But the part when she's like, "Don't chip your tooth." Like when she does her other, because oh, like, like Evelyn mm-hmm. chips her tooth the first time, and then the second time she wins an award, she's like, "Don't chip your tooth this time." I'm like, <laughs> she's just so that. thoughtful. And Evelyn puts her through so much yeah. just for her to be there. Every She's time so Evelyn meets her. Then she... Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Horrible. I, I just love her. <sighs> okay. Anyways. Okay. Is it What's your four? Yeah. yeah. Okay. This is going to be really surprising, but right now my number fourth book girl is actually Feyre huh. from Avatar. Four? I know that's very surprising, but I just feel like I really connected to her, and... In the first book, I was like, okay, fuck this bitch. But yeah, in the, in the second book, book, I was like, well, actually, she's just grown so much. And, like, after everything she went through... Mm-hmm. I don't want to, like, say too much because I know you've only read the first one, but... Feyre has just, just never known real a lot. love. Yeah. Like, her dad didn't really love her. Her sisters just set her out in the woods at the age of 14 and did mm-hmm. not help her. Like, her sisters didn't truly love her. She had never had someone truly love her. And... And then the like first really time painful. that it happened, like, yeah, it wasn't 
Yeah. So, I don't know. I just really feel for that girl. Yeah. And I just know that, like, by the end of the series, I'm just going to adore her. So, yeah. Okay, my number Cute. four is someone that I've already talked about a lot, but Bridget from Twisted Games. Period. Mm-hmm. I wanted to continue the series because I love, like, princess royalty books, mm-hmm. but I never thought that I would relate to Bridget so much because, like, basically, like, she's gonna be the queen of her country because her brother like advocates the throne so she's like the younger sister but she's like acting like an older sister and I feel like sometimes like I have this tendency to like look out for other people a lot more than I need to and so I feel like I just related to her so much and she's like such a baddie and I love her I would die for her yeah she's my favorite I love her too I feel like she's so cute it's 555 if anyone's (gasps) wondering and I saw 444 today (gasps) So if you're an angel number queen, T, and you're listening, good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, my number four is actually Lucy Gray from Ballad of Songbirds (gasps) and Snakes. Period. I just that's such a good pick. Like, she is so wholesome. She's so strong. She like, but she can fight. She fucking. She's crazy. She lives like. She's cute and sweet, but she can fucking kill. Red songbird. A ballad of songbirds and snakes like she is the district 12 um tribute and she's a queen she just she's such a slayer i love her oh my god i'm so excited <laughs> okay okay my third place um is actually aelin galathinius from I knew she was gonna series. <laughs> yes of course i was gonna say this um i absolutely adore her she is the most baddie main character ever of all time she is mother. Like, she gave me all of my <laughs> attitude and then some. She is just like... Oh, I just love her. You guys need to read the whole series. It's so good. <laughs> okay, my number three pick isn't gonna shock anyone based on my last comment about sometimes acting like I need to take care of everyone, but Nina Riva from mm, Malibu yeah, Rising. Yeah, She that's was just... One. That's partially why, like, I love Malibu Rising is because I related to her so much because she just, like feels the need to put out every single fire in her life even if it's not her fire to like Mm -hmm. contain and I don't know I just feel like she handled everything with such grace and if I was in her situation I'd fucking kill every person in that book so I love her and oh she deserved so much better than everything that ever happened to her yeah no I feel like that one makes a lot of sense for you yeah (laughs) agree (laughs) um my number three is Jenny Weasley. (laughs) Dude, let me just say... I love her. I I didn't put her on my list. I don't know why. Me neither. (laughs) And I also didn't put Hermione, but both of them are, like, honorable, honorable mentions for me. Like, Jenny Weasley is just, like, one of my favorite In the book... Oh, my God. We need to go, like, on a deep dive in the episode about, like, book character compared to the movie, but, like, in the fifth book, she becomes a main character. Yeah. Like, she's always with them. she is, like her own person she's in the justice for her like genuinely she's not in the movies no as much i know and everyone always fucking acts like she's a baby i'm like she no, is she is that bitch a girly she's a queen she's everything period 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 like, period jenny yeah. stands i love her <laughs> okay my number two book girl unsurprising again is daisy calloway mm. from period. the calloway series i love her i feel like she is just like dealing with so much but yet she is able to put on the, my mom is blasting edm downstairs. i really don't think you can hear it but if you're laughing that's why we're laughing uh, 
Yes, my mom's girlfriend loves to listen to EDM down there. <laughs> shout out to Amy and Vanessa. Yeah, love shout you. out to my moms. Um, no, but I just love Daisy so much. I feel like she... Oh, I can't say more because you guys haven't read her book, mm-hmm. but she is just so good. Like, I feel like the amount of happiness that she spreads and love to other people, even though she's facing what she's facing, is just, like, incredible. Cute. I love her. I just want to say, I think everyone's going to be shocked that I don't have any characters from Magnolia Parks in this section, but it's because I find both girls to be very insufferable, but, like, <laughs> I love them still. It's just, like, they're you not You want my them faves. to be you. No, like I think you want to replace them. Yeah, I wish I because I could make yeah. better decisions than those bitches. <laughs> Anyways, number two, surprising to no one because she literally tattooed on my arm is Grace from Crave. Surprised she's not number one, honestly. It's because yeah. you're gonna fucking know who's number one. Number two, Grace, love my life, Stan. She grows so much throughout the books that it's like insane, and I just like would literally die for her. And I don't know. I just think she's like the coolest person ever. Like I don't know why. People, like, think she's insufferable, but I... I like Macy more than her. I think Macy's annoying. I liked Macy in the beginning, but during Cherish, she annoyed me. Yeah. That's funny, because I feel like you remind me a lot of Macy. I just feel like Macy always just has, like, I don't know. I I love her. I love Grace, but the reason she's not in my top five is because she annoys me. Yeah. I agree. I just feel like it's less of that... I don't think... I can't... Almost every teen girl in a series is insufferable like period yeah but i feel like it's just that grace actually grows as a character and i love her story so much that makes me love her so much because she like she becomes like a completely different person by the last yeah that's true so it's i feel like i love her because hudson loves her yeah exactly oh my god okay so my number two is who i think your number one is katniss everdeen You literally just said, who's your number one? And I mouthed Katniss to you. That's how you knew who it's it was. Honestly, no, it's because I couldn't read what you said with your list. So oh. then I looked at my list and I was like, oh, it's, it's that Katniss. makes sense. Also, that yeah. so have a tattoo for Katniss. Yeah. So. No, because then I saw you grabbing your arm. I was like, which tattoo is Grace she grabbing? Grace on one hand, Katniss on the other hand. But, okay, so Katniss is your number yeah, two and Katniss your number one. Yeah, Katniss is my number two. Tattoo she already said one. Hermione was her number one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Hermione's your number one. Okay, yeah. so... <laughs> My number one girl, if you had told me that Wait, is she... Wait, your number two? Oh, you Wait, just she, she was number one. I forgot I was last. Was um, my number one girl, if you had told me that she was my number one girl the first time I read her book, I would not have believed you because she annoyed the shit out of me. But Lily Calloway from the Calloway, <laughs> Addicted Calloway series. Um, do you like how I put, like, all of them in there? Yeah. But I just... <sighs> Just even seeing her growth just, like, really hits me hard because I relate to her in a lot of ways. Like, she has just kind of, like, been overlooked, like, her entire mm-hmm. life and, like, goes through so much and it's kind of just, like, thrown to the side and, like, her parents do not understand what she goes through and, like, oh, it just makes me so sad. No, I just my love heart, her so much. Yeah, my heart hurt reading the first book. I just feel like I was, like, there, it's, like, the only thing I'll say that I didn't like about the Addicted series at first, before I knew what the rest of the books were about and like how it kind of ended is it just was really hard for me to read a book about two people like encouraging one another's addictions but then it gets better like I know like they go to therapy yeah yeah Yeah. but it's just like that's why I didn't really like the first book and also it was just like it's just really hard to read people go through such like 
But that's part, part of the reason that I liked it, honestly. Yeah, that's like, why I think I need to finish I felt the something when I was reading I it. I just think it was a very poorly advertised to me because everyone's like, this is the greatest love story of all time, when in reality... I disagree. It's a story about so addiction and, yeah. like, overcoming addiction. Through and, love, And yeah. so I feel like if it had been advertised correctly, it's kind of like... I'll talk about another book that's kind of, like, also poorly advertised, but I just feel like it was the way that it was brought to me was, mm-hmm. like this is like a childhood best friends to lovers where they fake date and so I read it and I was like oh. I did not get this literally at all no I think that's the reason that I liked it because Ayla like made it so clear to me that like she is literally addicted to sex yeah. like she literally has withdrawals well so, and like, he's like a extreme raging alcohol yeah yeah so that's and he's a functioning one which makes it so much scarier so much worse because when he gets drunk it's like to the point where he's like he passes dying. out yeah Okay, but that's my that's my tea about the addicted series. I know I talked a <laughs> Wait, lot so of shit about it. Your, my number, number one is one? Katniss Everdeen. Oh right, um, right, right. The Mockingjay. Honorable mention: uh, Rose Calloway. Can't forget her. <laughs> yeah, I was Mommy, literally thinking, Mommy what about her. Rose? I Justice for Rose. My honorable mention is Joanna from The Hunger Games. Oh, I love She's her. She's a baddie. I don't think I have an honorable mention. I feel like I got all of my good ones. I feel like we read a lot of books with very strong female characters. Yeah. Yeah. Because so. we are strong female characters. Yeah, yeah period. <laughs> okay, next category is our top five standalones. Shawn, do you start? Okay, okay. I'm going to start with your fifth. Number five. Okay, this might be shocking. Um, November 9. <gasps> I almost put a Colleen Hoover book on mine. <laughs> No. You almost <laughs> would have been that would have been the end of the podcast. That will be my honorable mention. I'll talk about it. Okay, no, but I really liked November I did Nine. Too. Like, I mean, I read it's it when not I was my favorite of her books, and I love Colleen. I so loved it. I don't know. Well, why. I read it when I was in my Colleen phase. Like, Me too. I read all of her books, or at least most of her books, really close Me together. Too. That one, like, really stuck out to me. It's just. It was insane to me how she thought of their backstory yeah. and then the way that they met. Like, and, like, how it connects and everything. I yeah. think it's just crazy. Yeah. I also just really like the idea of, like, people going back and meeting on the same day without any other communication. And there yeah. are other books and movies about that, but I feel like this one is just so much crazier, which makes it so much more fun. I agree. Like, if it's not advertised as a romance, I'm like, you need to read this book. Like, it's crazy and yeah. insane. The EDM music is like I know. Me right now. I really I feel don't like think it's gonna get picked up on the No, I feel like you can hear it now. I, it, Wait, go quiet like, for a second. It's like vibing. You can hear it a little bit. <laughs> sorry if you can hear it. Um, if you like it, I'm not sorry. My number five is Maybe Someday by Clean Hooper. Mm. Um Tessa's Tessa's least favorite. My least favorite um, Colleen Hooper. I book. just really love that book. I feel like I it's liked just very it. different from any other book I've ever read. And yeah. I really loved it. That's all. Okay, my number five is a book I don't think either of you have read, but it's called The Stand-In by Lily Chu. And if you've ever seen the movie The Princess Switch with Vanessa Hutchins, mm. it's kind of like that, but it's basically about this girl whose mom is in, like, uh, in, like a rehab elderly care place, and she needs money, and this, like very famous superstar is like super burnt out with her mental health so she pays her to be like a stand-in for any events that don't involve acting so like red carpets premieres and things like that like it's her job to go be that girl and there's like a lot of plot twists and it's like a really beautiful like story and so I feel like it ended up being like 
a lot more but there's also obviously like a romance aspect but i thought it was really beautiful and it's by an asian author and has Ooh. asian main characters Period. so if you need something to diversify yourself i would read the stand-in it was really good and i have recommended it to someone in the past and they said it was one of the best books they've ever read so. good good it was a good i feel like i didn't explain maybe someday at all go well, ahead i mean we've talked about it we have talked about it it's just basically about this girl Oh, she found out she's getting cheated on, so she ends up moving in with her neighbor, who's a guitar player, but Because he's, he's the also one that deaf. tells her... Yeah, that and so it's like... She's getting cheated on, Yeah, right? it's like roommates yeah. to yeah. lovers, but it's like... Yeah, I can't say anything else, you're just gonna have to read it. There is cheating trope. There is a cheating trope. Trigger, I mean, warning. trigger Content warning. warning. Content warning. <laughs> cheating. <laughs> cheating. Um, yeah, I mean, I liked it, personally, but... I could have lived without it, but I didn't yeah. hate it. Yeah. I think I rated it three stars. Oh. Uh, That's, like, well. a mediocre read for me. All right. Yeah. True. Whatever you say. <laughs> <laughs> um, my number four is Daisy Jones and the Six by Taylor. Oh, my God. No, because I... The music Wait. is insane. <laughs> did I fucking... Did I read it or did I listen to it? I can't remember. I think you I think read, I it, read it. But then you were mad because I let my audiobook yes, expire. that's true. No, because I just... You know me. I love a dual timeline. Yeah, she I really do. Does. I just... There's... I have another book on here that's... Wait, I actually didn't put it on. I'm lying. Never mind. It'll be here all No, that's a lie. I do have another one. Okay. But, um... Yeah, it's just, it was just really good. I just really liked it. I, I love TJR. I mean, that makes me so excited to read it. I yeah, love it too. I haven't seen the show. I mean, I've seen like a few episodes, but um, Sam Claflin. Sam Claflin, but he looks he gross looks ugly with the long hair. Sorry, my boy. Finnick does like stay Finnick. His um, hair is so. Bad. But I just I really enjoyed the book. It is kind of hard. Like there are harder parts. Also, I haven't started trope. reading it because I bought it without knowing how it was written, and so I don't yeah. know if I can get into it. Well, Wait, so how is it written? It's like so it's written. It's not like as, as a manuscript. It's kind of. of like Evelyn Hugo. So there's someone who is interviewing all of the members of this band. Oh, that's kind of slight. And it just says like Daisy, and then like yeah. So says, like, basically, you're detail. reading like the notes, the fucking manuscript. Okay. Of this interview or like the the transcription yes the thank okay. you the transcription of this interview so you don't know who the person interviewing everyone is yet until the end but it's crazy you're like holy fuck like they're talking about this with this person but basically this is like the first time that all of the members of the band are talking about what happened this one summer that their band got really famous and Interesting. it's just like the 70s like the lots vibe. of drugs lots of like crazy shit happening and like it's definitely like she deals with drug addiction and isn't it that one girl that dated um leonardo dicaprio is it that girl i don't know i can't remember her name i i don't know she's the in actress the tv show name, but i really liked it it's really good um my number four is archer's voice mm. I really, really liked that book. I think, again, it's a lot different. I don't normally like small town romances like that, but it's just very different. Basically, this girl, Brie, she's, like, running away from her life, needs a little break, and she stops in this town. She meets this boy um, who, like, doesn't talk, and he's basically, like, shunned. He, like, lives on the outside of town, and 
she basically like befriends him like she's his only friend and like learns his story and like slowly falls in love with him mm-hmm. and yeah it's really really good it's cute it's cute <laughs> my number four is a book i think i've talked about multiple times but it's the bodyguard i can't by yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you bring that up every episode I, I swear i've like never read a book that i liked more than this one i think i don't know i obviously have but like <laughs> i feel like the plot was executed so well and the pacing was really good to where it wasn't too long or too short and I've talked about this too, but, like, I love a romance book that has a subplot, mm-hmm. and so the subplot was really good, and I also love fame fame stories, so, yeah. like, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, Malibu Rising, things like that, like, where they have some sort of, like, socialite fame or whatever, and um, so it was really good. So, yeah, I've already talked about it, like, a hundred times, but <laughs> that's my number four. Good. My number three actually is Malibu Rising. Like, I just made I my just, cousin buy that. That's my number it's one. It's so good. And I think part of the reason that I enjoyed it so much was because I read it on a road trip to Yellowstone. And, like, I didn't have service while I was there. I, I think I maybe brought, like, one other book. But, like, I had that. I had my highlighters. I annotated the fuck out of that because Ayla and I read it for Tessa's birthday. And I just... Like, I loved the story, but I think the setting also played Everything so much. It. Like, I just, it made the, the entire experience so good. That's like, I'm just going to talk about it really fast because it was my, it's my number one. Mm-hmm. But p- part of the reason that I loved it is kind of, I was in the same boat as you, but I had just gotten my wisdom teeth out. And so, like, I didn't want to do anything except for read. Like, I literally read five books in two days because all I did was read because I couldn't sleep and playing on my phone just, like, I didn't know. I just didn't, wasn't about it at the time. Mm-hmm. But, like, the, the reason I think we all love Taylor Jenkins Reid so much is because her books are so complex. And when you think yeah. about it, it's so crazy to think of someone starting from scratch and writing about all of these things. She yeah. just has, especially Malibu Rising, like, she had to put so much thought into every single chapter. Especially And she had like, to start over for every chapter because, like most of the chapters had different characters. Exactly. And she found a way to, like, intertwine everything. Like, it's genius. Well, and she connects, like, Daisy Jones, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, Carrie Soto is back, and Malibu Rising all take place in the same universe. And so mm-hmm. she has to think about all of the books that have come before that and what happens, like, even in Malibu Rising, because if you don't know what it's about, it's basically about this big party that these this family is throwing, and the family is related to, like, this guy named Mick Riva, who at the time that this takes place is basically like Elvis Presley, mm-hmm. and they are throwing Mick this is huge in party. Daisy Jones yeah, and he's like, in like all of these books, and the first half of the book it's from like seven from, in the morning until seven p.m. It's like the twelve no, hours. No, it's right? seven a.m. the next day. It's a full twenty four, I think. No, but I'm talking about just the first half. Oh, so it's like yes, twelve yes, yeah. hours leading up to the party and yeah. like everything that happens, and then the twelve hours after the like like during, during the party and, and after. after. And so she has to think about all these things, and while she's making this huge plot, she's adding a bunch of random characters that you just learn so much about mm-hmm. that eventually, obviously, will probably get their own book or be mentioned in another book. But mm-hmm. the reason it's my favorite book of all time is just because it's just so intricate. And, like, yeah. as a writer who's, like, writing my own book, it's just crazy to think about how someone's brain can just think about so many things at one time. And even if she's going back and adding things things in and taking them out and doing things, like, this book 
had to have taken her like two years to write and perfect. She's just amazing. And so I just I'm a TJR stand till I yeah, die. Yeah, me too. Like I don't even care if she ever gets canceled or is problematic. No. Her writing. If would she has no time. followers, I'm gone. Yeah, I'm like, dead. <laughs> like, yeah, her books will sell in my book. Yeah. Anyways. Oh, me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my number three book. Um, this is very unsurprising. Is Verity by Colleen mm. Hoover. Two That's books a good by one. her in my top. Five. I actually almost put that one on mine too. I love Verity. It's my favorite of all her books. I think it is it's fucking crazy. It sucks you in right from the first page. Crazy. It's insane. Like mm-hmm. you don't see it coming, and then once you reread, everything like is even more insane. Like, oh my god! It's just it's such a good book. I've reread it. Maybe I should times. reread. I so. feel like if you're not an avid reader, but you're looking for a book to pick up, that's a good book to pick yeah. up. Yeah. If like you like thrillers. It. It's good. If you can literally get through the first Don't two chapters. Don't go into it thinking that it's a romance, though, because there is romance, but that's not... But it's, it's not a, a romance. It's, it's a like thriller. A, it's like a... But... Scary it, movie. Let me explain what it's about. It's so suspense. basically, the plot of Verity is this girl who is a writer ends up being, like, a ghost writer for this woman that is, like, really sick and incapable of writing, and she goes and, like, moves into her house and, like, goes through all of her past manuscripts and everything. but it's her, it's the sick woman's husband who hires this girl to be the ghost writer for his wife. kind of has a romance with the sick woman's, that she's ghostwriting for his husband, while she, like, reads her, she finds a manuscript in her office, basically, about her personal life, and reads about her while Mm -hmm. she's falling in love with her So you're, like, reading that, while you're also learning about what happened through her husband, while she's also trying to write these books, and is living in this house with this handicapped woman that's in her bed. Who's insanely creepy. Yeah. It's, like, the overall vibe is, like, scary in a coma. Yeah. It's, like, really freaky, but... And it has a little kid, so, like, if scary movies with little kids freak you out, this book will be But he's not creepy until the end. (laughs) No, but he's creepy the whole time because he says creepy shit. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He is a little creep. (laughs) Especially if you read the bonus chapter. Are we on number four? We're on number three. Oh, yeah, three. (laughs) Okay, my three pick is Red, White, and Royal Blue. (gasps) When I was first getting into reading romance, because when I first started reading again, I was reading fantasy because I had just finished Harry Potter. But Red, White, and Royal Blue was one of the first romances I read, and it was, like, me blushing and kicking my feet the whole time. Like, (laughs) and I already talked about this, but I love books that have, like, fame elements or royalty, and this Mm. one has both. So if you um, live under a rock, um, sorry, but that's just the truth, Red, White, and Royal Blue is about the son of the first female president of the united states and the son of like the royal family like the he's about to be the crown prince basically Mm -hmm. like next in line um in england and they're like enemies to lovers obviously have you guys seen the trailer yeah no and the movie's coming out i think it comes out next month yeah Yeah, it does and it looks so good and the casting is perfect for it so Mm -hmm. if you are in the mood and it's like a very like relatively easy read yeah it's kind of long for a romance book but it's still really good i mean there are political aspects i just skimmed over those but with the political aspects you're literally reading a book about politics like about royalty and like the president's son during his mom's like literally getting Mm reelected at the time well she is the president yeah but like it's like during election season it's really good i recommend it yeah yeah that one's good agree okay so i don't think i've ever talked about this book but it's your number two? It's my number two. It's just because it's not romance. It's definitely not my usual book, but it's called Where the Forest Meets the Stars by Glendy Vendera. I don't know if that's how you say it, but basically, like, 
there's this woman who had breast cancer. Like, she's in remission from breast cancer. She got a mis- double mastectomy. Mis- mastectomy. And, like, she's just recovering from that. She's in grad school. And basically, like, she goes to this small town to finish doing, like, field work for her, like, thesis for grad school. And it's, like, her first night there. And then this little girl, like, comes up to her and basically this little girl is telling her like i'm an alien i am wait it's it's magical realism just so like okay yeah i'm fucking that was not where i was expecting this to go (laughs) sorry (laughs) didn't mean to surprise you but anyways she's like this little girl is like the girl in this body died i'm an alien and like i'm here in her body and she, like, knows a lot of stuff. She, like, calls herself Ursa after Ursa Major. Okay. She's like, that's the constellation where I come from, blah, blah, blah. So, basically, she's, the little girl is like, I'm here until I witness five miracles. And then she ends up, like, the woman ends up, like, meeting her next door neighbor. And he's, like, really socially awkward. Like, he really struggles with people. And the three of them, like, end up creating this little family and it's so sweet that's so cute and i mean it's kind of a spoiler but i feel like i should say it like you end up finding out that this girl's mom ah no i'm not gonna say it actually because it's like a huge part of it well i'm already invested but she's not the girl isn't an alien basically like she is from earth like she has a she just made all that shit up yeah and, and, like, every time that they ask, like, where, like, don't you want to go home? Don't you want to do this? She, like, always evades the subject. So, anyways, that book. Sorry if you heard that. <laughs> oh, That book, gosh. it just, like, it really sucked me in. It wasn't, it's not, like, anything I've ever read before. And I just, I love that it has romance elements, what guys i'm so sorry there's so much background noise before this episode i promise we talked about moving the podcast studio it's the way i literally (laughs) texted my family group chat and was like guys i'm filming a podcast can you please turn the music down and they responded lol no (laughs) they did turn the music down but vanessa did come and just slam the door to her bedroom so (laughs) so anyways next week we might be filming at my house (laughs) (laughs) there will be updates (laughs) but it was it's a really good book i really enjoyed it I so send me yeah, a link. I think it's on Kindle Unlimited okay. or library because I know I, I read it on my iPad. So, anyways, where the forest meets the stars. Okay, my number two. <laughs> Sorry. Damn, is someone uh, fighting? Un- unsurprisingly, to anyone, is the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Yes, period. I just this book has literally changed my life. After I read that book, I just couldn't think about anything else for weeks. And I've already, like, explained exactly what it's about in past episodes, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, we've talked about it a little bit today. Yeah, I it's such a good book. We just... We love Taylor, Taylor Jenkins, Jenkins Reid. If you guys want a full episode on Taylor Jenkins Reid... At this point, we should, should just yeah. do it. We need to read the... I need to read the rest of her books. When I'm yeah. done, we will make an episode. I still need to read Maybe in Another Life. <gasps> I haven't read Maybe in Another Life. I have Forever Interrupted. I need to read, read After I Do... I think that's it. Yeah. So if you guys want to Taylor Jenkins read episode, that will be in the poll. Maybe we'll figure out when her birthday is, yeah. and we'll like do a special episode on we'll her plan birth accordingly. Month. Yeah, we will. Okay. Um, <laughs> my number two is a, a Little Life by Hanya Yanagihara. Mm, that makes sense. This book took me a whole month to read because I annotated it and literally trigger warnings. Like, not kidding. 
if you read the trigger warnings and any of them feel like they will trigger you, it's like every other page has a trigger on it. And as someone who's like suffered with suicidal ideation and depression, it was harder for me to get through, but it was actually like a very therapeutic and healing experience for me to read about a character that was going through so much. It's basically about these four people that met in college and it's in it's not it's in a third person point of view, but it basically follows the life of one character and throughout his life he has literally been hit with every single possible bad thing ever. And so you just kinda go through and see all of this and then you get to like cheer him on for such like the small happy moments that he has. But I I just, I just recommend going into it blind, mm -hmm. but also please read the trigger warnings because it's extremely graphic and extremely triggering if you're not prepared for it. No, and I want to read it. it I've is been wanting to. It is extremely well written. I bought To Paradise by Hanya Yanagahara the day after I finished it. I found a first edition signed copy and it felt like a sign that like I was meant to read that book and I just, I love that book and I, yeah everyone yeah. should read it if you if you can stomach the triggers I think everyone should read it yeah no I feel like I'm in a place in my life where I feel like I'm I could handle it's a that beautiful book I'm going to be putting it off for a while but I will I would honestly yeah. say I don't think you should ever read it. <laughs> <laughs> um one well, day all right what's your number one so my number one is maybe in another life oh my god I mean, period <laughs> I just I've talked about that this book so many times dual it's just dual timeline I just love it. I love dual timelines, and I love Taylor Jenkins' read, so, it, like, obviously I'm gonna love that book. Perfect book ever. Perfect. Um, my number one, this is probably not a surprise, is Anna and the French Kiss. Mm. Technically, there's a couple spin-off books, but they're not about them, so I'm counting it as a standalone. <laughs> I just absolutely adore this book. We've talked about it a lot. Basically, it's about this girl named Anna, and she ends up going to the American School of Paris... Is that what it's called? Yeah. It's called the School of Americans the, in Paris. The School of it's Americans called soap. in Paris. They call it soap. Um, <laughs> That's why yeah, I remember. And she falls in love with a little... <laughs> a little... He's British. A little British he boy. He is little. There. <laughs> and he's really cute. I was going to put it on my list, but I didn't want to put it under series because I don't like the other two books as much. Yeah. But agree. double recommend. I actually haven't even it read... It is pretty good. I have them both, but I don't think I've even read them. Lola and the Boy Next Door is the worst one. Isla and the Happily Ever After was I cute. think I've read Isla, but I haven't read Lola. It, Isla it just is, didn't really stick out to Isla me. Isla is basically like Anne and the French Kiss if they were a grade younger. The name Isla mm. annoys me because that's what everyone thinks my name is. So, mm. I just can't. Okay, well, we already talked about my number one book, so we're going to move on to our last Reminder, mine was Malibu right there. Oh, yeah, our top five series. This <laughs> is the hardest five. one. So, I only got four. I have five. <laughs> My this number five the is the Rose Canyon series. I've talked about it before, but mm. there's three books in the series, and they all take place in a small town called Rose Canyon. Normally, I don't really like small town romances, but this ro romance series has, like, a really strong plot. So, basically, I'm only going to explain the plot of the first book, but it's about this girl named Bree. Her brother dies in an accident that she gets injured in, and her brother was, like, the sheriff of the town. Um, he gets shot, and she gets amnesia from the accident and can't remember anything that happened. So, she's, like, the character, like, the number one eyewitness, but she doesn't remember anything. And so, everyone has to not tell her what has happened in her life as to bring her memory back so she can be, like, a valid witness in the trial. But what happens to her and her brother is a plot point throughout the next three books. So, it's all, like, this big romance suspense while every, like, there's a couple in every book if that makes sense, like an interconnected standalone, mm -hmm. but the main, um, like, 
connecting plot point of all the series is that it's like this big suspense thing that's happening i thought it was really well written the first book is like the amnesia and then like the boyfriend like helps her remember it's called help me remember and then the second book is called give me love which is a marriage of convenience slash exes to lovers romance mm -hmm. and then the third book is an accidental pregnancy but it's like Boom. but no but it doesn't <laughs> happen i liked it because the pregnancy doesn't happen in the book it happens before the book so she basically shows up and is like this is your kid and we were sent here to help you it's like it's like complicated like you'll like it because it's a part of the suspense plot if that mm. makes sense like it ends up being more than just an you accidental pregnancy <laughs> but that's the only <laughs> that's the only accidental pregnancy book i've ever read and i really liked it so it kind of just depends on what the plot is huh. but that's my number five cool nice my I, I don't have a number five, so my number four, or do you just want to do your number five really quick? Um, just do your number five. Okay. My number five is now the Shatter Me series, mm. um, which I've already talked about a lot today, but basically... Number five? I'm surprised it's not higher. She has a I lot have so of many series, series that yeah, I that's love. True. Like, it was really hard for me to, like, honorable yeah. mention the selection series, because that always used to be my favorite it's series. It's not on your list. And it's no longer in my top five. Damn. Isn't Damn. that weird? Growth. That's so weird. Growth. She's um, crazy for that. Yeah, so... The Series. Basically, it's about this girl named Juliet. I've talked about it a little bit before, but... It starts off, and she's been in solitary confinement in this prison. Hasn't talked to anyone, eaten, like, real food or, like, anything in, like, almost a year. Um, she has this power where, like, whenever she touches anyone, it, like, causes them, like, immense pain. Like, electrical pain, like, almost kills them. Um, and after being in solitary confinement for almost a year, she gets a roommate, and he's a boy... And she finds out that he can touch her, and he's the only person who's ever been able to touch her. Um, but long story short, then the uh, army tries to, like, turn her into a military weapon. So she kind of, like, has to fight with her a new, like, potential love interest to, like, save themselves and, like, save the world from this evil military. And it's very dystopian, like, kind of politics, romance, found family. I love Cute. found family. Yeah. All the characters are so good. I just really love it. Good. Okay, yeah. now do your number four. Well, do you not want to do... Because then we're just going... Okay, I'll just do my number four. <laughs> um, my number four is The Inheritance Games. I already talked about Jameson, mm -hmm. but basically The Inheritance Games is about this girl named Avery who her parents... Her mom dies and her dad is, like, not a part of her life, but she gets, like, called to this meeting in Texas and she's, like, originally from New York and she finds out that all of the money in this like literally like the richest man in the entire world he left all of his estate and all of his money to her and his entire family is like why her and she's never met this man in her life she doesn't know why either um and so the three books just follow this man like he leaves them a bunch of riddles and so it's just them solving all of these riddles to figure out like why she was the one hmm. um but it's really good it's like if you like knives out i bet you would like the inheritance games and it's kind of like <laughs> that overall vibe to me was like the royals trilogy like the paper princess trilogy what, what? but only because she moves in <laughs> she the the like rule of her getting all this inheritance is that she has to move to the estate and live there for at least a year and the estate contains four sons of this guy in the same way that the girl has to go move and Paper Princess and live with the four brothers of this rich guy. Um, but yeah, there's like four brothers. It's really good. If you like Knives Out, 
read it, but I read You're all the books. You're gonna read anything yeah. with brothers. Oh, I should have put Credence on my No, list, you should not have. I liked Credence. You're so sick oh. in the head. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You're sick in the head. <laughs> Credence is so scary. I want to read it. Yeah, you should. It you terrified me. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so my fourth, I feel like it doesn't really count, but I did the Steminist novellas. <gasps> So basically, they're just—it's three novellas. It's the Ali Hazelwood ones. Yeah, the by Ali. Love you. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Just bought that. You bought it. You bought it. They yeah. have it in the book. Well, because I wanted them all, but they're all together. The reason I bought oh. it is because I heard one of them—they're stuck in an elevator together—and I was like, I really want to yeah. read that. So I literally. Offside Hearts is better for the elevator scene, tbh. But what? I'm downloading. Yeah, it. we're downloading <laughs> Offside Hearts right now. Yeah. For the sports romance episode, we're reading Offside Hearts. <laughs> but. I just loved them. I think it's because, you know, I am a STEM girly, and, I mean, I mentioned this before, but, like, little girl, big guy, that's, like, all of her books, so... She's little girl. I'm little girl. She loves big guy. And I was reading... <laughs> <laughs> I was reading them all, like, like, in one week, so... Probably not even a week, because they're pretty short. They're only, like, 100 pages each. But it was when I was in flight attendant training, so... Oh, I don't know. I just really yeah. like them. And if you hate Allie's Wood... Everyone says her books are the same. I don't think they're the same, and I could write a thesis about why they're not all the same. So fuck yeah. you, yeah, They Hollywood. have similarities. That's yeah, but true. The but only sim- similarities like that they're in STEM. Yeah, it's <laughs> but the T is all romance books are the same. Yeah. So yeah. fuck you. <laughs> You're right. So fuck you. <laughs> okay, my number four is the Throne of Glass series. Yeah, period. Um. Before the Throne of Glass series, I would have said that I do not like fantasy, and this series made me love fantasy. Um, basically, it's about this girl named Selena Sardothian, and she... Basically, she's an assassin. She's a trained assassin, and she's locked up in jail, and the prince comes, and he's like, I want you to be my champion to fight, and basically, there's, like, these 25 people that are fighting to become the king's trained champion, like, to assassinate people for him. So she gets out of jail to go with the prince to train to, like, become and fight An against these other people to become the champion. That's kind of cool. It's like a tournament. Huh. But the first book is kind of like a love triangle between her and the prince and the king's god. <laughs> like, yeah. So it's really good, but the whole series is so amazing. Yeah. Wait, that was your number three? That was my number four. Four? Okay, so four. we're on number three. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, my number three is Crave. No one's surprised, no, but that's I my feel number like we three talk also. a lot about Crave, but I, the reason we don't ever really explain what it's about is because there's so many layers that get unfolded throughout the book that mm-hmm. we don't want to give it away, but it's basically about this girl whose parents die and she has to go to boarding school, and the reason- And it's a paranormal boarding school. But you don't know that. You do. Yeah, you it's do. like on the back of the book. Oh, okay. <laughs> because you don't know until like 60 pages well, in. No, Grace that's not true. Know. Grace- No, that's no, what I'm saying. Grace doesn't know that they're all yeah, until well, like she, six or seven It's not confirmed. Grace is just stupid, though. Like, yeah, but it's pretty obvious. She goes to this boarding school There's in Alaska blood because on the cover. her uncle like, is the headmaster. headmaster. And she the goes there, school. and there's just, like, a bunch of supernatural people, but we fucking love boarding school romance. It's, like, yeah. Hogwarts slash the Vampire Diaries slash Twilight, like, all mixed up in one. Yeah. And, like, Teen Wolf. Like, there's, like, weird supernatural characters. Yeah. Like, it's not just, like, oh, vampires Some fourth and... fourth-wing elements, if you're a fourth-wing. I've never read fourth-wing, but I would definitely eat that shit up. Yeah, no, but, all like, if you've read Zodiac Academy, yeah. <laughs> it's much better than Zodiac Academy. But they all have, like, similar vibe. Yeah. I... Yeah love. I have fucking two tattoos. I have 
Grace, and then I have a little flint in my mm-hmm. book tattoo, so. Crave is my number two. Okay, mm. what's your really number three? My number three is also Crave. Oh. Yeah. Um, my number three is the Harry Potter series. Period. Mm. Because That's no matter how old I get, I will just seriously adore that series. I didn't put the Harry Potter it series. It gave me everything. <laughs> yeah. No, just, it's my number two. I literally adore it. And yeah, my number two is Crave series. I love that series. My so honorable much. mention is Harry Potter because I didn't put the <laughs> Um, my number two is The Hunger Games. Period. And that's uh, like honorable, honorable mention. <laughs> We're all sick. I literally put so many people from The Hunger you Games on my list number too. Five my number two is The Hunger Games. All of the books, At including that point, the I just couldn't think snakes. anymore. I, if they let me direct the movies, they'd be a lot different. But I just like I feel like the movies like whitewash the books so oh, yeah. bad but like there's so much diversity in the books if you actually read them there's disability there's freaking race diversity of like color. yeah exactly like other than just paler yeah. and other than just the serpent no paler is the district no talk about the a boxes wait who are you talking the about the a boxes are not of color they're just tongueless I'm no i'm not <laughs> i'm not talking about every a box i'm I mean, talking I mean, about <laughs> some of the a boxes the two that are in the they're white no i'm talking in about movie. in the movie there's yeah. other a boxes but i'm just saying oh. the a boxes are not of color i feel like <laughs> i feel like the people of color in the movie are just rue and thresh and then, like, and, no, but everyone in that district. There's that one... Maybe she's from District 8 or 10 or something. Oh, in Catching Fire? Yeah. Yeah, I know who you're talking and about. And there's some other guy. But, but the there mo- are, like, four black the people in the movie. The make it seem like this, the districts are so segregated. They're not. They're not segregated. So Well, I'm pretty sure Katniss is mixed. No, yeah. Like, Katniss is described as having black I hair I love Jennifer skin. Lawrence for her, but... Well, and Peter loses a fucking yeah. Peter loses a leg in the Games. yeah, and Katniss becomes deaf in one ear. Like yeah. they literally erase so much about it. I but agree. I love the Hunger Games books, so if you like the movie, fucking read the books or don't talk to me about them. <laughs> um, unless my... you're Ayla, it's fine if you're Ayla. <laughs> <laughs> my number two is also Harry Potter. Like this is my first time reading them, and I just love it. I feel like. Because I loved the movies growing up, so, like, it's still nostalgic for me, even though I never read them as a kid, but, I don't know, they're just so comfortable, Mm -hmm. and, and, like, I'm still learning so much reading them that I never knew in the movies, like... They're so interesting. They're so interesting, so... The thing I love about Harry Potter is, even though they're long, you never get, like bored at least to me i didn't really get bored i got bored in order of the phoenix yeah that's, that's the only literally what i didn't <laughs> get bored in. the only times i get bored are in order of the phoenix because i hate umbridge and i don't really like chamber of secrets that much and yeah. i skim read goblet of fire but i only just skipped the, every single chapter that had divination yeah because oh i think professor trelawney is annoying i also i really like that you can see them like grow up yeah like the way that she writes harry's thinking changes so much so. And they're so mean. Tune into our deep dive episode. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, my number one. I feel like we all know what I'm going to say. I already, yeah. Yeah. Addicted Calloway yeah. series. <laughs> and I've only read the first five, which is literally shocking. I still have five more to go. I was thinking of buying them all on Kindle so I could read them, but I feel like I'm just going to wait for them to get republished because I want to drag it out. I don't want the series to be over. I mm-hmm. want to hold on to it. I don't want them to get old and have kids yet. Like, I'm too scared for that. And I know that, like, the second half of the series is them, like, growing old, so, like, it's too much for my heart to handle. I need them to stay young. <laughs> but, no, I just, 
you're right, it is a story of addiction and it's a story of love and it's a story of like friends becoming family and like supporting each other through everything and I just uh, it's just such like a, an emotional journey yeah. those books are so I just love them my um, number one is not gonna shock anyone and it uh, it honestly Magnolia Park yeah but the thing <laughs> is it's jumped the rafters so quickly because the first book everyone's like it's like Gossip Girl which is true but it's only like Gossip Girl because all of the characters in the book are like the London socialites and it's like that friend group of like Chuck, Blair, Nate, and Serena, like, all those kind of people, but it, like, okay, at first, it's, like, really annoying. Like, when I told you guys, like, when I read the first book, and I was, like, God, why the fuck does she keep describing everyone's outfits in, like, grave detail? It, like, becomes so clear to you in book three, and everything is just, like, there's a reason. in book three? Yeah. Oh, wow. And so, Daisy Hates is the second book, and I used to think that you don't have to, like, I used to think Daisy Hates and Magnolia Parks were never going to intertwine, but they do because they're in the same universe, and in the third book, Daisy and Magnolia start to interact. So, like, the first book is about Magnolia Parks and BJ Ballantyne, and the second book is about Kristen, Christian Hemnes and Daisy Hates. And then the third book is about Magnolia again, but then everything starts to intertwine. But it's just, like, heartbreaking. Like, these people have gone through so much, and they're all, like, 25. Like, it's, like, Mm. an older age range than I've ever read before, so they're going through, like, adult problems, too. I don't know how to explain it, but it's, like, in my fucking blood. Like, I literally have a tattoo planned of getting a magnolia and a daisy flower Mm. for magnolia and daisy, but it's, like, has me sick to my stomach crying every day. Yeah. So, I'll never shut up about it. I used to think it was just, like, this, like, reality TV show, like, toxic will they won't they book but then like the more that you read it it's like fuck these people have so much history it's so bad but yeah and everyone's hot <laughs> but magnolia is insufferable but that's it she's cute. <laughs> cute it's like in like an entertaining way not in like a i want to kill this bitch kind of way yeah but yeah that's my fave good i feel like you already know what i might say but dreamland millionaires <laughs> I, was literally, I was thinking that i just I don't know. You guys need to read the F1 racing series. I know, I, I do. Know. I just love Lauren Asher and, like... Icon. Those books. Thanks for following me on TikTok. <gasps> She's been following me on TikTok for a while. That is so weird. That's crazy. It's so fake because I haven't read anything by her. That's fake as fuck. <laughs> I'm well, sorry. I promise I will. It's okay, because I love her. I wish she would, like, send you her books. That would have been so sweet. Yeah. Because... Yeah, but I'm fake as fuck for not reading them anyway. Well, then you can just yeah. give them to me, because I am a stan. Yeah. So. If, if she wants to send them to me, I'll give them to Siobhan. I I just love the Dreamland Billionaire series. I feel like I every book and character we've mentioned today is just, like, peak. Peak. Like, period. Yeah. Like, these are our faves. So if you really want to get to know us, these are Read the faves. what we're saying. If you've listened this far, you are a baddie. Welcome yeah. to the baddie. Part. And a stan. Because this is, like, a long-ass episode. I did not know this episode was going to be so long. And if yeah. you listen to the whole Harry Potter episode... Oh, yeah, we real, love we you. We will probably be talking for about two hours. Good luck. Harry Potter. But, yeah. Good luck um, listening to that. You really need a drink. Yeah. You need a bev for... And get a yeah, bev. You could episode. pause and come back. That's true. Have us on throughout the we day. We should start doing intermissions if it's too <laughs> long. We're like, hey, guys. Ad break. Bing, bing, bing. Wait, yeah, ad break. <laughs> so if you needed, if you, if you're an advertiser listening to this, we'd love to have an ad break. <laughs> so, Bloom Nutrition, hit us up. <laughs> final work, I think, for the day is going to be Akatar. Mm. A Court of Thorns and Roses. It's just because I'm really enjoying it right now. I feel like if you were getting into fantasy, it's a good book to bridge the gap. My final work is going to be one that I forgot to put on my list, but... 
One of my favorite series is the Love and series, which is by Jennifer Evans Welch. So it's Love and Gelato, Love and Luck, and Love and Olives. Love and Olives is my favorite book, but they basically all take place with, like, three female main characters that are going to different countries to, like, explore something. Like, the first book is, like, her mom dies, and she goes and follows her mom's journal through Italy. So cute. And I made my mom read it, and my mom actually pretty... She liked it. They are YA, but I feel like... They're very beautiful, and I'm going to England next summer, so Cute. I want to go to the places that they go if I can travel, so that's my rec. Read Love and Gelato and get to Love and Olives. Nice. Mine, I think, has to be Where the Forest Meets the Stars, because it's you, just... I'm in. Yeah, yeah, Tess is down. I love that you always give us, like, books that we've, like, never heard of. I just feel like, since I don't read descriptions before I start reading books, it lets me read a lot more. Because if yeah. I was, like oh, that book doesn't really have romance, then I probably would have read it. I read a lot more literary fiction. I just never talk about it. Mm-hmm. So. so. I'm really excited to read this book right here. Tomorrow, I want to read tomorrow, this. Tomorrow and tomorrow. I've heard great things I've about it. I've heard amazing things. Even yeah. my grandpa texted me and was like, me and your grandma read this book and it's so good you need to read it. Literally, like, last week I was like, okay, I'll read it because I literally own it and I just haven't read it yet. So sweet. But, yeah, yeah. thank you guys for tuning in. This was such a fun app. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, yeah. I'm going to make a poll about what our next book club episode should be, so please respond. And if you're a stan, <laughs> rate our podcast. Please, yeah. rate our podcast five please, stars. Please, please, please. And interact with our Instagrams, please, yes. for the love of God. <laughs> um, yeah, follow us on TikTok. Yeah. We don't have yeah. any posts. But... Reach out and we'll text you back. <laughs> um, Let's be book besties. Love you. Love, love you. you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>